All right, let's run it. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to The Office Podcast. I'll be your host, Blake D'Alessio, and I'll also be inviting on global industry leaders from around the world to come on and share out different share different stories, secrets, and skills, free thinkers. Uh, this is basically going to be a place for me to use my voice and discuss media, culture, business, society, entertainment, philosophy, and much more. Um, if you know me, uh, you know that I love to expose different industries, push limits, and open people's minds. And for a long time now, I've been writing a blog, actually since 2019 of uh, April, called Alpha of the Month, and I was just interviewing people in a written word format. And I decided, after a lot of people telling me, and me just wanting to do this for a long time, that it was time for me to start my own podcast. And I just wanted to start having open conversations with people about what their thoughts were on uh, you know the industry that we work in, which is re- relative to media marketing and uh, talent. And a lot of that revolves around culture, society, business, and entertainment, and having a good philosophy. So... Without further ado, let's get started. So I looked at my mic for a long time, just wondering how I'm going to start this and what if I mess up or like stutter or make a couple of mistakes. But to be honest, I just really don't care. Um, If you guys know me, a lot of you guys who are listening to this probably already know me. I doubt people are just going to start listening to this off the rip. Um, But you know that I just do things and I think that, um, you know, failing forward is important. And I really just wanted to get this out here. I got all my equipment in. I recorded my first podcast with my buddy Bryce. We're also starting a podcast, which is more fun and entertaining, uh, called Imperfectly Perfect with Bryce and Blake. That's going to be a lot of fun. But this is more about AXO talent and um, business and really about, you know, how to become the best version of yourself and tactics revolving that. So I wanted to do this first episode by myself and the name of the podcast alphas you know people always ask me like well what does alpha mean like what what does it alpha axo mean like it means alpha x official which really in my head was i wanted it to be a place for people to become the best version of themselves in any industry doing what they want professionally so axo talent just popped in my head i mean that's really what it came down to it sucks that people think it's a sorority sometimes um it's not we're not a sorority but yeah, so on this episode, basically, I'm going to talk about a couple different things. The reason I wanted to do it by myself is because people really need to learn who I am, um, what this podcast, like why I'm starting it, and my background really about like how I got started and who I am. Because a lot of you people ask me, a lot of you guys ask me this question, and um, it's about time I just like dive into it and tell you my story. So I might be all over the place. Um, this might be a pretty entertaining to some of you. Uh, others, it might be a little bit boring. I really don't care, but I'm excited to get started. So first things first, back in 2008 was really when I first started learning about technology. And so I'm going to dive into that and, and really just start talk about like the first time I understood that I could use technology autonomously. I was literally 11 years old. I got my first iPod Touch, second generation, and it changed my life. It didn't have a camera, but it had Wi-Fi. I remember I even made a little, uh, like, pouch for it. Like, uh, I used, like, a sewing kit, and I I made, like, a little, like, wool pouch for it with my football number on it. I thought it was so sick. And um, I asked my friend Dante to jailbreak it just to get the extra capabilities with Cydia and install us because back in the day, having a jailbroken iPod or iPhone was like next level. You were just that dude. So once I had that and I I really had full autonomy with technology and and researching stuff on Google, there was really no limits to what I could learn or who I could connect with and what I could create. And with this, I was able to teach myself the essentials of media production and digital marketing, e-commerce, 
real estate, stock trading, and business startup. Like that's really how I got started. Was just like looking at stuff online by myself. And my first love has always been videography, photography, and graphic design. A lot of you guys already know that. I love to create stuff. Super creative mind. And I would find myself getting inspired by watching like YouTube videos for hours of different directors, editors, and artists releasing new cutting-edge media techniques. Like I remember seeing these like insane 3D renders and just like animations thinking, this is so sick. Like I want to be able to do that one day. And so like you know, the animations rendered by, like, Pixar and DreamWorks and, and Disney back in the day, um, you know, granted, Disney did kind of steal a lot of Pixar's shine because Pixar was an Apple-created company that was bought by Disney. Um, the art designed by, like, DeviantArt, Tumblr, um, stuff I would see on, like, YouTube, just, like, super creative stuff. And directors, that, and the stories created by directors like Christopher Nolan, Martin Scorsese, and Quentin Tarantino, this is all the stuff that, like, originally inspired me and made me want to, like, get into uh, different types of industries that had to do with media production and um, design. So it would just blow me away. And that's really when I realized that I had to start telling my own stories. I was super young, creating my own content, building my own career. And uh, my parents had this like really old Sony Handycam that I used to start making videos with my friends. And I secretly used my brother's laptop, this Dell Inspiron piece of shit to download um, software like Sony Vegas Pro, Photoshop, After Effects, Cinema 4D, all Keygen, all illegally downloaded. Um, I, I couldn't afford it, and I was a young kid. And I just wanted to learn, so I'd go on YouTube, how to get free. And like everything I learned was really just Googling on YouTube and forums and online. And I was making like 3D renders and selling graphic designs on websites like Fiverr by the time I was like 12 years old. I was making trades in the stock market with my iPod Touch and doing wholesale real estate flips by the time I was like 16. So within that time, I learned a lot when I was like 11 to 16. That's really when I had technology and I was like just zooming, learning a bunch of different things. And I eventually bought my first car with the money I made from this. And by the time I was 18, I was making just like epic adventure GoPro videos with my GoPro. So let's fast forward now, 2015. Social media scene is absolutely booming with insane content. If you knew how to create like really stunning visual media back then, you had an opportunity in basically all directions because the demand for social first content was just off the charts. By the time I graduated high school, I already had my sights set on the West Coast. I just wanted to move and get out of there. And so I applied to university in Santa Barbara, packed my bags, and just bounced out of there. There was really nothing for me in... Um, Delco, which is where I grew up. It's a suburban area outside of Philadelphia, PA. And so there was really no hesitation because there was very doubtful, negative people around my area that just didn't understand uh, there's more to life. And I feel like that's a big um, topic that comes up with a lot of individuals that I consult and people that uh, talk to me like, well, how did you like get out or how did you get started? Look, I'm not lying to you. I had 200 bucks in my pocket. I applied to college in California I told my parents, I'm, I'm literally moving to California and going to university as a stepping stone, and then I'm going to start traveling the world, doing creative work, and I'm going to build a career helping others while doing what I love. And they were just like, uh, all right, I mean, we can't really help you. And, and I was like, all right, that's fine. I'm going to figure it out. And so they supported me uh, emotionally and just had my back, like had my back, maybe not financially, but they had my back, and that was more important than anything. So I get to Santa Barbara crazy place. If you guys know what um, Isla Vista is, that's basically the college town that I lived in. Uh, I met a couple of different people my first year that uh, was in this community called Tropicana Gardens, and then I ended up moving to an actual house in Isla Vista. But when I was in Santa Barbara, basically, I studied business, marketing, sociology, communications, philosophy, and film and media. And when I say I studied it, I didn't only study it in University. I was studying all this stuff in my own time, but being in this environment, this like open-minded, um, expansive environment in California, my objective in college was never to take mindless courses and end up working in nine to five at some hotshot agency. I really just wanted to expand my knowledge by learning new useful information and connecting the dot, connecting the dots by finding out how to use my talents in a professional career. So, to be honest with you, college. Caught me, taught me some pretty cool stuff, but it was on my own in Isla Vista in my college house that I figured out how to like level up professionally on my own. So school was just a stepping stone for me to break into the scene in California. 
I made some lifelong friends and figure out who I really was. That's where I met uh, my friend Dylan and uh, also met my buddy uh, Michael Marome, two of my best friends that I still know to this day, uh, been a big, big part of my life. And I met them in California, so in Santa Barbara, I mean, in California when I first moved. So during this time in SB, I was still doing different creative work and I was actually learning more than ever in my own time. So I had been like landing media jobs with tourism agencies in places like Mexico, Bahamas, and Hawaii. And I was simultaneously building my personal brand on social media. And I became an expert in creating social first content. So I've always known how to direct media and create media because I was doing that when I was really young. But it was when I was in my college house in California, when I was behind the scenes, I started to communicate with brands constantly and build relationships with like-minded individuals around the world. Directors, videographers, photographers, editors, artists, models, actors, influencers, marketers, traders, managers, the whole nine, you know, and if they were an ambitious entrepreneur, then I wanted to talk to them about just something like I, I was helping people from around the world start successful businesses, land brand deals and create personal brands. And nearing the beginning of 2017. Now, I was very knowledgeable with personal branding, media production, digital marketing, creative direction, business communications, brand development, project management, event coordination, talent consulting, travel coordination, e-commerce, and real estate. I know it's a mouthful, but there's a lot of different things I was learning and trying to figure out a way to incorporate them all into one thing. And I realized that I can't really turn this into just one thing. It's got to be more than that. So um, I was getting super stressed at the time. I remember I, I, I was super stressed all the time. And randomly, side note, side note from business, um, this is when I made new best friend and I got my husky puppy. And my best friend from Philadelphia actually moved out to California to live with me that year uh, when I was 20 years old, turning 20 years old. And we shared a room together. And it was me, him, and Cake, my, my dog. My puppy's name is Cake. And we literally were in such a tiny little room and we lived in a house with eight other people. And I was just so motivated that spring learning different things and was on an absolute hot streak. Like I'll never forget drawing up ideas on my whiteboard at midnight while like 50 college kids were getting obliterated in my backyard, just having beard eye tournaments. I woke up in a cold sweat one night and it just hit me full force. I had a revolutionary idea flowing through my veins and I got to work instantly like I remember I just woke up in the middle of the night and I was like yo like I know how I'm going to tie all this together and I had this like giant whiteboard I still have a giant whiteboard to this day that I always like do all my creative work on and set my daily intentions and have my long-term goals on and then in the center is like uh you know the the tasks I got to get done for each business subsidiary I own and so I just got to work and then the rest of that entire semester I had was just laser focused on getting this business idea finished and the whole summer I spent when I flew back to Philadelphia because I spent my summers at home in Philadelphia and I was doing university in Santa Barbara and the whole entire summer I remember I was in my parents house in my room I grew up in just bringing this idea to life I made a hundred thousand new connections that summer no lie with my digital marketing efforts I was putting out insane insane prompts and, and creating templates to communicate with people and then just like editing about five to ten percent of those messages to each individual to cater to the actual person I was talking to and so I had been creating the business connections but I also was building an unstoppable business unstoppable business plan at the same time and that's when I had solidified the foundation for my company because I was learning from different individuals questioning researching on my own I was doing test trials that whole summer with beta clients by offering them free consulting services and management. And I just wanted to make sure the concept I had was really going to work because at that point I was doing great with media production. I was getting jobs, traveling to different places, getting paid um, to do media work. And then I was also becoming an expert with digital marketing at the same time. And finally in August of 2017, Eggs of Talent was born. That was like the final piece to the puzzle, which is, you know, the talent consulting and I could do teach other people what I was doing and actually help them get ahead in their own lives by leveling up professionally, accelerating their growth and just leaving a legacy with what they're doing. Because if you know me, then you know that what I am very, very, very set on is doing what you're passionate about 
and making sure that you're not wasting your life working a basic job that you don't enjoy because there's a way to make income, yes, and then there's also a way to, uh, you know, do something you love. But sometimes there's a separation, and if you're just doing what you love and you're not making income, well, then you're not going to be satisfied because you can't take care of yourself and those that you love. And then if you're just making income but you're not enjoying it, then you're just going to be depressed and not really have a happy life, and nobody wants that. So you have to tie them both together and figure out a way to create services around what the skill is or the talent that you have that you are passionate about. And so it's a tricky situation, but when it comes to uh, media production, digital marketing, and all these things that I was becoming an expert in at the time, that's when I realized I could help others with that and building their own careers. So Alpha X, Alpha X Official was born. That's what AXO Talent stands for. And really anybody, just meaning that anyone can become a leader by doing what they love as a professional career. So I put my heart and soul into the inception of that company, really. Like, I spent so much time trying to just fine-tune everything. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that anybody with a talent can become successful without sacrificing what they love to do in the process. And so... We're a multidisciplinary media production, digital marketing, talent consulting agency, and the company has allowed me to continue doing what I love with media production, digital marketing, and international travel, while additionally also getting to consult other visionaries on how to level up professionally with personal branding, digital marketing, network development, getting their philosophy, mindset, and just mastering their skills, uh, helping them with brand startup and business development, media production, content strategy, storytelling, brand communications, creating proposals, and just being able to close clients. So we've become a movement that provides a sense of hope and inspiration for misfits out there who want to turn their dreams into a reality. And since I launched in 2017, we've been on an incredible run helping over 1,000 alphas globally, and we continue to strive forward, chasing constant improvement. And when I say we, um, you know, I'm the only employee in Angst of Talent, but it's really a movement. Like, people become just part of this pack, and then it's a family at that point. And, you know, people aren't required to look out for each other in Angst of Talent like the other alphas, but they just do. And it's a beautiful thing. I love it. I love how it has come together. I'm only three years in, but um, I'm very proud of, you know, how far I have come right now. And I'm proud of the people that have been growing with us and the alphas that, um, have really joined the movement and been focusing on developing their own careers. I think it's incredible how much progress some of them have made and some of the words that they just tell me and, and nice things they say to me, it really keeps me going. You know, like when someone messages me like, Hey man, like you've changed my life or you've helped me understand how to do this uh, lucratively and without sacrificing the things that I really care about or, you know, anything of that nature. It really does mean a lot to me and people don't have to say that. So when they do, I just wanted to say thank you. Um, so yeah, Eggs of Talent has launched at this point, 2017, 2018. About one year after launching, I moved to Hollywood Hills. So it was August. I was in Santa Barbara. I found this opportunity to move into Hollywood Hills in an 11,000 square foot, four-story mansion. And I ended up branding it as the Alpha House. And the house was rumored to have different celebrities to live there, such as like Justin Bieber, The Weeknd, 21 Savage, uh, stuff like that lived there before me. And so I was like, oh, this is sick. And then I went up to go check it out. And it was beside the Cloud House and the Phase House. And it was owned by this guy named Danny Hollywood Holmes, Danny Fitzgerald. And Danny is just known uh, for being in the scene in Hollywood and, and working with celebrity nightlife and back in the day, and then also having real estate uh, around the world. I, I think actually, yeah, he does have real estate around the world. Who knows? All I know is that he has real estate in L.A., and he's known for that. A very, um, I don't know how to explain him. Just go look at Danny Hollywood Homes on Instagram. Very uh, out there guy. But I turned it into a headquarters for the Alpha since it had epic features around there, like a Huge movie theater, an entire home gym, pool table, pong table, wine cellar, outdoor yoga area with a sauna attached, uh, a massive great room with a giant open kitchen. Like it, it honestly, the, the kitchen and the great room upstairs were like bigger than an LA Fitness. And uh, I had a backyard pool, jacuzzi area that had like Hollywood written on the wall. Every single floor had an immaculate view of LA, and the sunsets just really never got old there. So. 
you can catch my drift. The place was epic. Um, I celebrated my 22nd birthday there and invited everybody I knew. Perfect way to brand Aix, a talent in the beginning, and get the name out there. Uh, my housemate, Ari, set up a Halloween party there for Habella Thorne one time, which was pretty sick. And she hosted a massive influencer event with like nearly 300 people. It was really cool because in the house there was about six bedrooms and we kept it to about uh, five, six people living there at all times. Some of the guys weren't even actually there most of the time. And Ari owned this company called Influences, which worked with influencers. And she was kind of in the same space as me. So it was a great building relationship with her. And we were both kind of on the same page. Um, mind you that I'm still like very early in development with the extra talent figuring things out, but I wanted to grow. So I was just running with it. Like everything was always moving so fast. So, um, that was nuts. At that party that I was talking about with Bella Thorne, by the way, had like 300 people there and the LAPD actually came with helicopters to disperse the madness. I remember a goat, like live goats just walking through the door. I don't know why. But, um, yeah, there's just like live goats in there. Logan Paul, Logan Paul showed up high as fuck off of a weed brownie. That was kind of funny, but we had some great times in that place getting distracted and also got some serious work done. So I've been able to travel to different places like Hawaii, Mexico, Canada, Miami, Las Vegas, the Bahamas, Italy, Spain, France, and Bali, and other, just a lot of random places in between, doing projects for Exit Talent, and I love that, I love that I get to travel and see different cultures and places, because that's something that I've always wanted to do when I was younger, so having a career that allows me to do that now, uh, it's really rewarding, Um, and I've become friends with some amazing people, collaborated with some of the most talented people in the industry, and gotten the chance to work on exclusive celebrity campaigns as well, just because of aches of talent and because of the relationships I've spawned because of that. Um, I've actually been like a, like a ghost, uh, I guess like a ghost brand proposal creator for a shit ton of people and companies just helping them with their structure and, and create different uh, prompts and, and with communication because I'm very well uh, spoken and well, I know how to write very well. So uh, when it comes down to stuff like that, it, it was really exciting to get behind the scenes and, and learn the ins and outs as I was growing with Exit Talent. And in June of 2019, last year, I actually began to work uh, in collaboration with a company known as Curated Businesses, and they host monthly celebrity marketing campaigns, uh, which is pretty epic. I, I saw the the campaigns going on. Uh, my buddy Gage was working with them, and I was like, Gage, what is going on with this, dude? Like, I need to, I need to get involved. And so I ended up getting in touch with Grace, and Grace... Um, kind of invited me on to start working with them and recruiting clients to get involved with the monthly giveaway campaigns with uh, the girls. So I've almost pushed like a million dollars in sales working with them, which is insane to me. And uh, my role is just to find clients that are looking to expand their audience through celebrity growth campaigns. And with them, I've worked on marketing campaigns hosted on social media by Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, Kourtney Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner, and it's always alongside Scott Disick. So I thought that was pretty epic. AXO Talent continues to serve as a global agency that offers media production, digital marketing, and talent consulting services. And additionally, this past year, we've evolved by introducing three new sections of AXO Talent as well. So AXO Global provides international travel experiences alongside our talent, but I put that on hold indefinitely to prevent the spread of coronavirus because coronavirus is just going haywire right now. So Alpha University is also an educational video platform that uh, I've introduced that teaches aspiring young visionaries the essentials of becoming a business leader, and it teaches the supplemental skills necessary to pursuing a career path in the media marketing and talent industry. So students that graduate and they'll actually get a chance to become an alpha in AXO talent. And once they show they're ready to level up professionally, I'll give them an exam. And if they pass, then they'll be part of the back. Lastly is this, Alphas. I've introduced the Alphas podcast this month and I'll be continuing the blog, which I was doing in an audio interview format. In April of 2019, we began a blog called Alpha of the Month. 
where I was awarding a title to an alpha who was just killing it in their career and giving them a chance to provide uh, insight into their lives during an interview. The transition to the podcast uh, is going to include Alpha of the Month as well, but I'm also going to be inviting guests on here to talk about business and society and lifestyle. Um, and this is where I'm at right now with AXO Talent, basically. Um, I'm really proud of how far I've... All right, my voice is cracked five times. I need to take a sip of water. Give me a second. Okay. Sorry. Couldn't do that anymore. Okay. So basically what I was saying, I was just a kid from Philly suburbs with a dream. And now I feel like I'm finally getting somewhere. Um, I was always looking to become a better version of myself though. And I'm looking forward to what the future holds with everything. But really the reason I wanted to get this podcast going, uh, I was kind of just like telling a little bit of my story there and I might've been all over the place. I might not have said it perfectly, but I don't really care. I just wanted to kind of give you guys an understanding of how I got here, where I'm at right now in Hollywood, California, which is where I am in an apartment on the seventh floor on the Walk of Fame. That's where I live. My lease here ends in like 10 days and I moved to a new spot. Um, I'm just a never, I'm just a normal guy, just like you, just like everybody else. I don't think I'm better than anybody. I don't think that uh, being an alpha means that you have to be better than somebody else. It means it really just becoming the best version of yourself that you can be. Because the biggest problem I've been seeing is that there's so many talented kids out there that just don't know what to believe. They don't know how to get started. They don't know uh, how to speak out, really, or ask questions. And I really just say this so constantly. You need to ask questions and you need to ask people um, really the things that you have the, the voice in your head that, that you're asking yourself always that you're afraid to ask other people. You just got to go out there and, and try because if someone turns you down, it doesn't matter really. Like you, you will recover from it. But say you ask somebody a question and they change your life forever or you get an opportunity. That's what really matters. So yeah, that's, that's a little bit of my background and my story. I'm glad I got to talk about that. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about a little bit was struggles and, and different challenges because there definitely has been a lot of different obstacles I've faced along the way. And at some points it really seemed like everything was just going spectacular, but then I would get hit with an obstacle that stopped me in my tracks. So for me to say it was like a cakewalk the whole time would be a lie. And I've always pushed through the adversity and found a way to persevere, but there's some stuff that's happened that has really helped me learn and fail forward, but also understand that I needed to change and develop and really adapt. That's the most important thing is adapting. So I'll go through a few specific things that have been difficult for me, difficult for me in my beginning years. Number one was smoothing out the structure of Exotown. So when I first started, I was all over the place. Um, it was hard for me to keep track of every project, the clients, the conversations. Uh, I had a phenomenal vision, great business plan, but only two hands. And I was in university at the time. So since then, uh, I mean, well, let me say this. Like when I first started in my house in college, I remember just being overwhelmed with applications when I first started. It was like September. I f that's when I launched my business, day before my birthday, 2017. And... It was just ridiculous with uh, how much messages and emails I had to respond to. So since then, I've adopted a CRM software to manage the agency operations, created an actual login platform I designed on my own for the alphas, and I started using productivity tools, productivity tools that make it easier for me. So that's been making it a lot more streamlined and easier for me to maintain. Uh, it's basically automated at this point. The next thing, which was a huge issue, was dealing with copycats. So I want to talk about this a little bit because when I launched Eggs of Talent, there was nothing else like it. And as soon as I launched, there was multiple other um, agencies popping up trying to replicate my company. There was things like Envy Talent, Wolves Talent, LTD Talent, and a ton of other. I just can't even list them. There was close to 50 of them, I remember. And... I used to get mad at first and that was a very immature mistake of me because I was disappointed, scared, and anxious that other people were taking my ideas 
and they were going to surpass me. But then I realized that it was a good thing because it proved that Eggs of Talent was a great idea and it inspired others to build something similar. So I created the company to inspire people and start a movement. I realized that I had achieved that and it just threw me off guard at first. But eventually it made me happy because I became friends with some of those competing agency owners and still have a relationship with them to this day. So they're great people and they just got inspired with a similar vision. And with that being said, all those other companies, um, it's kind of wild to say this, but they've just kind of disappeared over time and they don't exist anymore. So they could never really actually replicate exactly what I was doing with AXO Talent because they didn't understand my business model or the fact that I run this company out of pure passion. So it wasn't created to make money and accept anybody who applies. It was created to make an impact and polish hidden gems. The next obstacle that I faced was managing client relationships because when you find hidden gems, there's a lot that goes into making them 100%, I guess you should say. So I've learned that it's better to work with one client at a time with my undivided attention opposed to working with multiple distractedly. And I was taking on a bunch of alphas in the beginning and it was hard for me to focus on each of those relationships. And since then, I barely take on any alphas anymore. It's like very rare um, because I've been focused on Alpha University getting that up first. But when I do, I focus all my attention on them make sure that I'm figuring out what it is we're going to work on together, smashing it out in the beginning, creating a plan, and then I'll move on to somebody else. But um, having a CRM, like I said, has been a lot easier and, and making it better for me. Another obstacle that I faced was finding proper work-life balance. So in my early days, I was not taking care of my mental health or my physical health for that matter. And I was staying up all night working relentlessly and eating foods that didn't provide me the, tradi- the nutrition that I needed to think straight. And since then, I have converted to a way better diet that is mostly plant-based, uh, which has been inspired by a really good friend of mine, Martez. He actually moved into the Alpha House midway through and started living with us, which was awesome. Just kind of like instantly brotherly connection I had with him. And he really helped me change my diet. And since then, um, I've been viewing, you know, what I consume and my exercise has been maintained regularly. So that's been huge. I also take care of my sleep schedule way better than when I was like 21 and have reminders when to sleep, when to wake up and exercising daily just helps me stay in shape and more importantly, stay healthy. So if you're not getting oxygen to the brain and body, you're not going to be able to think clearly. So, all right, let's talk about snakes. I think there needs to be a fine line between work affairs and personal affairs. I have had countless relationships with friends that tried to use me for what my business could do for them, and I have misread their intentions entirely. It's important to let your friends know that when it comes to business, that you aren't treating them unfairly as a friend, but instead treating them as a proper client. And I've lost many relationships from friends that betray me by sharing private business information and clients that become too friendly with me. So there's two sides of the spectrum and establishing that line is critical to running a business smoothly. And I had to learn this the hard way in the past. Um, you know, obviously 21, 22, moving into this big house, getting into Hollywood, traveling different places, meeting people. A lot of people took advantage of me and a lot of people that I had met, uh, you know, didn't really want to be a friend but they wanted to do the business connections. There were a lot of people um, that wanted the um, business connections ended up becoming a friend. So it went both ways. Um, I will say that. But giving too much information to people that you trust as a friend can backfire, and that is something that happened to me big time. When I was living at the Alpha House, I had some sneaky people try to go behind my back, and in the moment it was difficult and put a strain on my personal life, um, even my personal relationships. However, I was able to cut those toxic people out, overcome the situation, and become became a lot more aware and resilient because of that. So being careful who I trust and who you guys trust is something that I think will put a big is something that I'll put a big emphasis on on this podcast. And since I've become way more private with my business moves 
since then, it has been much easier to, for my career to flourish. And um, I think for anybody else, your career will flourish as well if, if you're able to do that. Because just showing off everything you do all the time uh, is really not that great. I mean, it's for brand personal branding and for credibility, I understand. But overdoing it will just be seen as cloud chasing, and it's just not good for you. So the last thing I want to mention uh, that was a challenge for me was managing my personal relationships aside from my business life. I became dedicated to, I become dedicated to whatever I'm, I'm working on, you know, and I find myself working for hours at a time, like sometimes just all day, even just like without eating sometimes. And I used to neglect my friends and my family to get businesses, business stuff done. And I even had uh, romantic relationships fail because my business life was way too overwhelming. And while this was the hardest thing for me to overcome, I've definitely found a great balance now that allows me to focus on both my business life and my personal life with equal care. And a lot of that came with making uh, my, my diet healthier and my exercise healthier because I was thinking straighter. Uh, I was thinking more clearly. I was taking care of uh, my sleep schedule. And I've just been obsessed with success for so long that it took me a while to step back to realize true success is being happy, healthy, and wealthy. And I was preaching it for so long that I forgot to give myself that me time. And these days, I definitely am giving myself way more me time. And consequently, my life has improved drastically. All right. A little bit of challenges right there. The next thing I'm going to talk to you about is my work. I'm a director, editor, writer, cinematographer, artist, actor, model, designer, talent consultant, brand architect, marketing expert, project manager, network, networking liaison, web developer, sales expert, travel connoisseur, life coach, massage therapist, philosopher, sociologist, philanthropist, chef, and the founder of AXA Talent, which is a versatile media production, digital marketing, and talent consulting agency that focuses on producing engaging content, establishing marketing solutions, and guiding ambitious visionaries. You guys know this at this point. Um, I don't want to just keep reiterating, but basically, we believe that delivering engaging social-first content is the most impactful form of media when executing digital marketing campaigns, and the mission at AXO Talent is to spread global awareness that there is a new way to live, a new way to design your lifestyle around a career path that you can be passionate about. And I say this stuff so much, and really, I don't want to just just keep repeating everything over and over again. Um, but I, wa- I want to talk a little bit about who else deserves credit in this story and, and who's played a, a meaningful role, because it'd be wrong for me to not bring that up. I mean, the whole point of this podcast was just kind of give a foundation of what Exotalent is what this podcast is about, what my background is, because I'm going to be your host interviewing different individuals. So I need to give some shout outs. Exotalent is one employee, like I said, which is me. But there's been a bunch of different people that made this possible. First, my parents. My dad showed me that hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And he's always had my back. And he just believes in me no matter what. You know, he's an older guy, doesn't really understand anything has to do with my work like technically like if I gave him uh, a camera he'd probably try to answer it like a telephone but he's so supportive and one of the the greatest literally one of my heroes love that guy my mom on the other hand she showed me that I could do anything I set my mind to and um, that I could be the best if I just believed in myself so She's never restricted me from, like, dreaming. That's what I'm trying to get at. And she always encouraged me to shine unapologetically. Both of them gave me the mindset to push my limits, the emotional support to never get up, and ultimately the wings to fly on my own, which is something that I think is so important. And a lot of kids uh, face um, opposition from their parents that they can't do it. And I just want to let you know, if your parents don't believe in you, it doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means you just got to prove it to yourself. And even if they don't support you after that, then who cares? You can do it, anything you want, on your own. Um, You'll find people and you will attract those people that believe in you, that also believe in your goals. Uh, It really just comes down to doing it and and sacrificing it for what you believe in. So if you want to talk about anything, by the way, my DMs are always open. Uh, You can email me. 
if you're facing that challenge and you don't know where to turn because you don't have a good support system, hit me up. I'll talk to you, give you some advice. Um, when I started Exo Talent, uh, my parents may not have understood any of the new concepts I was explaining, but they believed in me, which was paramount. And the people that were there for me who did understand my concepts, concepts made it easier to grow. And that takes me to the people that kind of knew what my business was. And the first person I have to give credit to is my best friend, Chris Heiler. Heiler. My best friend that I grew up with and the first person to hear about AXO Talent. The kid heard me preaching about it every day in the college in the college house I was living in in Isla Vista with my puppy as it was just, you know, making noise in the middle of the night. I don't know how he dealt with it. Um, but when I was building AXO Talent, it was him. And my puppy and me crammed into that little room and he had to listen to all my insane rants, review all my content, and give me feedback always. And I'm a perfectionist. So it was always like, are you sure? Are you sure? Okay. He'd tell me something. I'd be like, oh yeah, you're right. And then I'd change it anyway. So we both had dreams to get out of our hometown and build a business doing something we love. And I convinced him to move to California during my second year of college there already. And, and he just did it with no question. And I need another water break because I'm, my voice is cracking again. Okay. No matter how crazy my ideas seemed, he would just always be there to help guide me through my scrambled thoughts, and whenever I went too overboard, he would bring me back to reality, which was huge. And he wasn't knowledgeable with media, marketing, or the talent industry, but he knew how to motivate me like no other. And we motivated each other, which was great, and ultimately we both ended up starting our own businesses, and that's my brother for life. Only he knows how hard I really worked on that beginning stages of AXO Talent on that whiteboard in 2017. So he's the original guy to get, give a little shout out to. It's my boy. Next thing, uh, next person I need to give some credit to is Chase Assumption, also Chase Unicorn and Nainoa Zane. This guy is the first person I ever brought on as a client for AXO Talent and really the first person to believe in what I was doing and, and give me a chance to be a business owner. So Chase was this little Hawaiian extreme sports influencer and I reached out to him one day through Instagram and I was like, dude, your content's epic. Like, I want to help you. I want to help you work with brands and blow up and like, we're going to travel the world and do all this sick shit, man. And like, obviously I was just overstepping trying to like prove to him that he should believe in me. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go, bro. And like, we became boys. He really helped me smooth out the kinks with what I should be doing to manage my clients more efficiently and we became really close friends in the process. I brought him with us to Hawaii when we had our first company trip where we stayed in a mansion in Oahu, Hawaii and adventured around the island doing really fun stuff. My first time ever in Hawaii. He guided us everywhere and made that trip turn out way better than it would have been if it was just the original group I had rec recruited. He always represented AXO Talent in a positive light and he supported the movement no matter what. He helped me recruit clients to join the movement and helped execute countless projects. Projects. Chase was the ideal first client is what I'm getting at. And it turned out to be an even better friendship that I had with him and still have with him to this day. Even though he gave up on his extreme sports and modeling career, um, as I know of, that's still my brother for life. And he's doing well with his own business nowadays that he owns. Um, another person that I have to give credit to is... Michael Marome. Marome. Michael was the first real kid from California that I became friends with who had the same interests as me. And we both lived in the same complex our freshman year of college. And by our second year, we started to get close. And he always told me that he needs to learn how to edit like me and that he wishes he could direct video like me. And the funny thing is, I used to look up to Michael as a photographer before I even started AXO Talent. Uh, I couldn't really afford my first DSLR until I launched AXO Talent and had to shoot on a GoPro to make content since then. And I was just always jealous of him and his canon and his artistic outlook on life. And I'm still jealous of how he shoots to this day. Um, he had my back when I launched AXO Talent and there were, was there basically for every shooter project I had set up. He would always go out of his way to drive me places or let me use his equipment and just give me creative feedback, which was huge. He supported my vision more than anybody and has always stayed true to the movement since day one. 
Um, his family treats me like family when I need them and has even gone out of my way to set me up with his lawyer to create documents for my business, which is incredible. Like he's just that guy. So he has always been honest with me, which is an unmatchable quality I really value and has been one of my best friends since the beginning of all of this. And I can't repay him for the things that he's done for me. And I'm excited to do to include him on more work in Exo Talent now that he's done studying university because he was in college for a while and he literally just finished. So I'm stoked that we can do some more work together, obviously after Corona is over. The next person I got to give credit to is my guy, Dylan Kniff. Dilly started off as Dilly Bong. Now he's Dylan. Dylan went to the same college as me and went and we met through Exo Talent. <clears throat> I remember he applied in the early days and was probably one of the first 50 kids to apply. I actually went up and and checked before I did this podcast. I wanted to see when he applied. It was only six days after uh, the the company was formed, September 17th. And his application said he wanted to be a travel videographer and musician. And I was strict on doing my interviews over the phone. But he insisted we meet in person. Absolutely insisted. He was like, let's meet at your place in Santa Barbara. Like, all right, fine. Let's do it. He was a little freshman fellow at the time. And we just connected instantly uh, when I met him. He couldn't afford the cost to join Exit Talent because obviously college kids struggling. Um, totally respect. And I was strict about not letting anybody in for free. So he was like, oh, man, I can't join it. Damn it. And so over the time, we just kept hanging out and became good friends and he was one of the hardest working kids I knew, but more than anything, he was just so talented. Like, and I'm not just talking about with like production, like as an incredible artist with a killer voice and just his design and, and ambition. Like he just had a creative eye that I related with and he did anything to help me with eggs of talent and even helped me recruit countless alphas without even being an alpha at the time. And we became best friends that year and he had my back whenever I needed him. Seriously, like, he's one of the only people I let into AXO Talent without paying. And it was well-deserved because he did so much for me when I first started and didn't even have to, just did. And I was charging, like, I think it was, like, $149 back at the time for consulting. And um, I I just let him in. And I was like, dude, you've done so much for me and brought me so many different alphas and and just been there, like, insane. I would never do that these days, let somebody in for free, because I know my worth now, and we've developed into something else, but right when I started off, I needed the help, really, and Chase, Michael, and Dylan were those three amigos I needed to help me push the movement forward that understood media marketing, and they believed in my vision and helped me as I created the company from scratch, so once I moved to the house in Hollywood Hills, Dylan was always hanging out because I invited him over to hang out and eventually he connected with my housemate who moved in, Martez, who I was telling you about, Martez House, and they started working together on when he was building Wealth, and Wealth is Martez's company. Martez was a great influence for my health, and that's my big brother right there, straight up. He was a big help in getting my physical health right and helped me get in the right shape to manage my fast-paced, hectic lifestyle, and he gave me nutrition and exercise advice when I was starting to upgrade my health and helped I helped him with um, business and media advice when he was starting wealth. It was like a great compromise. So the last individual, obviously Martez is one of those guys that helped me out. That's what I'm trying to say. And the last individual I'd like to give credit to is a guy named Lonnie Schwartlick. And he helped me push through a very difficult time when I did the AXO Talent revamp. He supported me when he didn't have to. And his altruism was crucial to the success of AXO Talent when I was dealing with those snakes. There was a lot of people coming after me, trying to destroy my name and defame my business. Um, ultimately, people who really don't do anything with their lives nowadays. And um, it, it was really difficult for me to get through that. But I would have never gotten this far without him in that difficult time and without Michael. Um, so many of you have come to me with inspiring stories and know where to turn with your talents Um, but it's you guys that make this business worthwhile for me and the reason I wake up every day loving my job. Uh, So ultimately, without these people that deserve credit and without them, I would not have been able to get to where I am today. I just want to say thank you to those people who give a shout-out on this podcast. Um, Now that I've talked about, you know, the challenges, obstacles, credit, 
the story of ExoTalent. I kind of just want to talk about where I'm at right now. Um, just like different beliefs, values, philosophy. Talk a little bit about business in the world, media and marketing, social media. Um, exposing the real and ideal. There's a lot of things I could say, really. I think I'm just going to go all over the place, though, because I love social media, and I think it does so much for people, really. I think it does so much for people and can change lives, but when it's used the wrong way, it can destroy people's mindset, and it's it's really, I've seen it firsthand destroy a lot of my friends, and, you know, you got to be aware. It's all about just having awareness, because if you're going on social every day, comparing yourself and trying to become somebody that has unattainable lifestyle because it's not real, then you're going to be struggling. And that's what I'm really going to advocate advocate right now is do what it is that you are passionate about, something that you enjoy. And if other people enjoy it and you can find a way to monetize that and you can find a way to build a career around it, then it doesn't matter what those other people are doing, really. I mean, like if you want to create you know, art and sell it online. You can, if you want to be an artist and make music, you can do that as well. Is my saying it's going to be very easy? Am I saying you can become a millionaire instantly from that? Probably not. And that's why I think that it's very important to have multiple different income streams in your life. So if you're going to do what you're passionate about and you're going to follow a career that ultimately is something doing something you love, but you know that it's something that you probably can't make that much income from, there's nothing that says you can't get into other different industries. You can do real estate as well if you're a director of, of photography. You can be uh, in the trading in the stock market if you're an artist, you know. And I know some people that uh, I've actually traveled with and people that I've, um, that I've been to really cool trips with who do things like stock trading and real estate. Like for an example, my friend Ricky Gutierrez, I'm definitely going to invite him on this show now that I'm thinking about it. Um, he crushes it, absolutely crushes it with, with trading stocks. And he has his own um, business where he like shows other his exact trading techniques. And, you know, he's a young guy making, you know, millions of dollars. So what I'm trying to say is, you know, just because you love something doesn't mean that's the only thing that you should do. And you shouldn't be focusing all your time on just your business you got to understand how to enjoy life man like learn to play an instrument or you know learn about art a little bit culture you know travel around the world meet some different people really detach yourself and give yourself time to grow on your own because if you don't do that you're going to just lose touch with reality and I think something that's very important is the real and ideal self which is you know your real self is who you're waking up as every day you wake up with bedhead you probably don't smell the best. You go brush your teeth. You get a shower. You make a sandwich. You go on your phone. You you maybe scroll on social a little bit. Walk your dog. Pet your cat. Get whatever it is you're doing. You know what I'm trying to say? This is your everyday routine, your lifestyle, what you're really doing. Your ideal self is that person you see yourself as, who you're posting as, what you're sharing on social, what you want to become in the future, who you're supposed to be in your head. And the thing is, you can tie both of those things together without being fake. You don't have to fake it till you make it. The whole fake it till you make it um, thing that I hear a lot, I just don't believe in that at all in the slightest. I, I think that you can be real and make it, and you don't have to become somebody that you're not and sacrifice your integrity and your core values and beliefs. And um, the reason I, I really am into philosophy is that you're questioning everything and you're not assuming or becoming entitled. Um, I, I'm really, I really hate entitlement and people that believe they deserve something or they're superior or that, um, you know, they should just be treated a certain way because of, um, X, Y, Z. But yeah, I mean, social media is a, a very interesting thing. I'm going to get into a lot on this podcast, um, but another thing I want to talk about is creating a genuine community and surrounding yourself with a genuine community. With the Alphas podcast, I'm going to be bringing on a lot of different people that I personally would think that you guys are going to enjoy hearing from and also people that 
Um, I just want to have a conversation with to hear about some like dope stories they have or like some cool skills that maybe you don't know about or you've never had a chance to learn about or you can't find online because a lot of times you have a very specific thing you want to learn. If you Google it, you're probably not going to learn it right away. First search result, you got to do some digging and it's hard. You know, researching is very difficult, especially when the internet is filled with a lot of things that aren't that um, trustworthy, incredible. So I'm going to be inviting a lot of different people in different industries to talk about their, their skills and their stories and just share some secrets that I think you guys will benefit from because it's getting to the point where in the beginning when I first started doing this work, like I said, like a lot of people were coveting and, and trying to be, um, I guess the word's not really exclusive, but people were just being selfish with um, the things that they were doing that they didn't want to share um, and when you did share, the people who were like high up were kind of just wanting to oppress the lower, smaller talent or smaller individuals that were trying to aspire to be bigger. And they won't ever say that and they won't admit it, but there's a lot of very talented people I know and very popular people in the social media world and just in the, the world as celebrities that I have met, um, you know, on TV as well, like A-list celebrities and stuff, that they'll, they really like just like show their true colors to me and, and I've seen that. They just don't want the small fish to eat. It's, it's it's unfortunate, but that's not me. Like I want everybody to grow. I want everybody to have a chance and to aspire to be great. As long as you're a great person, you have great values, good morals, and you're just not trying to be, um, you know, negative and detrimental to others. Like if you want to grow and become the best version of yourself, then as long as you're not uh, putting others in harm at the same time, then I think that you should be able to do that. And it's really unfortunate, man. I'm telling you, like, there's some super popular people that I've met that are evil, just evil inside. And on the outside, they portray themselves as these, like, uh, great, kind, and, and giving people. And, um, you know, I'm not going to say any names or get too deep into it, but maybe when I invite some other guests on, we'll get into that. Um, but, yeah, this has been a pretty interesting podcast so far I wanted to keep it kind of short and just kind of give my background a little bit like I said I'm a kid from the Philly suburbs I moved to Hollywood California I mean I moved to Santa Barbara and then I, I live in Hollywood California now I love my life I love my career um, I want to keep growing and expanding and my end goal because I know people are going to ask me this um, I have a lot I have a lot of end goals and you know number one I want to change the world with this movement and, and find a way to show others that there is a new way to live. Oh, I need another drink of water. Give me a moment. All right, I spilled my drink on me. I'm going to edit that part out. Okay, so what I was basically saying, my end goal is that I want to change the world. I want to create a movement that actually enacts real change. I want to create schools, education systems, because I think the education system is flawed. And I want to give more people opportunities from low-income, uh, low-awareness areas to show them that it is possible I'd like to do, to create a book. I've been writing a book recently called A New Way to Live. It's an autobiography about my life. I'm going to share that. And also, I want to direct films. I want to create movies, and uh, I'd really like to start collaborating with a couple different uh, production companies I've been in talks with. Um, you know, I've had some opportunities to do things with, like, Netflix and been uh, offered to be in a couple different, like, television series but I just don't want to sell out and I want to be able to do something that I have my own creative uh, opinion on. And I don't want to, like I said, sell out and be seen as somebody who did it for the money because that's just not me. Um, I want to do a lot of different things with my life and that's not one of them. So, yeah, I don't really know what else to say right now. I think I did a pretty decent job with this first podcast. It wasn't great. Um it also wasn't horrible. I think I did decent. But you guys, let me know. The next person that I'm going to be inviting on is still to be determined, but I have about 12 to 20 different people lined up. I don't know how often I'm going to do these, but I do know that I have some bomb-ass equipment right now 
and I'm excited about it. So I've been putting together some really cool segments and also I'm going to be doing a Q&A on Instagram and on my other social platforms to kind of figure out some questions you guys would like to learn. So thanks for tuning in and I'm excited to start this new chapter with the Alphas podcast. Um, Send me a message on Instagram or send me an email, whatever it may be, I'll answer you and let me know what you think. But thanks, thank you guys again for tuning in and I'll talk to you next time. Psych! That's the wrong number!